Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, my guest is Erin Claire Jones. She's a human design coach, and we actually met through IG, but you're very famous. I'm famous? Yes, you are. I looked you up. You're everywhere doing big things. And me being the astrology nerd, I've delved into human design briefly on Google on my own, but I'm so excited to have you on the show because you're a human design coach. So tell us about human design, Erin. Of course. Well, I'm so happy to be here. Um, Human design is a system like astrology that's based on your time, date, and place of birth. And it basically gives you kind of a blueprint to how you're designed to operate best in this world, but whether it's in your business, your relationships, and your life, and it's very practical. It's like, how do you make decisions? How do you best collaborate? How do you best communicate? So it really just gives us kind of each our own unique roadmap to finding flow in our lives. How did you get into human design? 
very serendipitously. It was not the plan. Um, in 2015 in New York city, I was in a friend's backyard and sat next to a stranger. And the stranger asked me if he could read my human design. I had never heard of it before, but I, like many people, I'm like, okay, tell me everything. I love learning about myself. And he did a little mini reading for me on the spot. And it was the most accurate and resonant thing I'd ever heard. Um, and he ended that conversation by saying, I think you're meant to do this. I think we're meant to do it together. And so he really kind of invited me into studying and learning the system. So it's been a wild journey ever since, but it really... I felt very like initiated into it in a really kind of serendipitous cosmic way. Incredible. And now there are five types, even though each person is unique. Yes. And you don't really do what I did. You don't go online and Google what your human design, (laughs) you know, characteristic is. And that's what you are. Every person's different and you can read someone's chart and then create, you know, their characteristics for them and tell them, you know, about their life and what they would be good at, which I feel like I need that guidance right now. There's a lot of change in my life. And so I'm so glad you're here. What are the five types? Like if you could give us a brief idea of what they're called. Yes, of course. So, um, one, if you guys want to look yours up, you can go to humanisignblueprint.com, but the five types are manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. Do you want me to give you a quick blurb on each? Sure. Okay. So manifesting generators are really here to be kind of like the multi-passionate creators and doers, often not really easy to put them in a box. They're really good at making things happen quickly and they're here to let things come to them. Generators are very masterful creators and doers. They bring such kind of steadfast commitment to what they say yes to. They're here to be lit up by what they're saying yes to. Also here to let things come to them. Did you discover that you're a projector? Well, I was going to let you finish and then I was going to guess what I was because I did this so long ago, but I'll get into what I was going to tell you after you finish. So we have manifestors and projectors. And reflectors, yeah, left. So yes, projectors are really here to be leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, not here to do all the doing, really good at kind of being very sensitive to others and asking the right questions. They're here to be invited in. Manifestors are the initiators, the disruptors, the innovators, good at getting things started, not to do all the doing. And they're really here to initiate and kind of like make the first move. And reflectors are people that really kind of mirror back and reflect how it's all going. And they have such amazing insight and they're so deeply sensitive to their physical space and where they are. Okay. Well, I was going to say, am I a projector? Was that your guess? Yes. You are a projector. Only because I find myself wanting to be a manifester. A hundred percent. Yes. But I'm a projector. Yes. I'm always doing and helping and like you said, inviting people in. And I have this, I won't, I won't say it's like a, a noble thing, but this empathy that, that I don't want to have. Like, you know, I just have a high intuition. You're very like, empathetic. <laughs> yes, like very intuitive, like walking in the mall and I'll, I'll see a person and I'll just feel something. And I don't know why those things happen to me. And then I'd be like, are they okay? They don't seem okay. And then even talking to people, I can sense when people you know, need help or are crying for help. And I don't want to be that person. I want to be a manifester. I feel like I'm an energy giver as well. 
So I, I would say that like our design, you know, there can be areas that are challenging and areas that are gifts. And I would say just to that point, like, and this is not true for all projectors, like you are so empathetic and so sensitive to others. This can be both very overwhelming and like the biggest gift. And so I would say a big lesson for you is like, you're really here to observe where people are without taking responsibility for it or trying to fix it. You know, so you can be so attuned and such a mirror for others' emotions, but the work is to kind of have a healthy detachment and having strong boundaries. Yeah. And I think this is all very important for dating as well. And do you have like dating combinations, like what couples would work well together? Yeah. I'm like always hesitant to be like only projectors can date this site because I just think we're more complex than that. But I think human design is an amazing tool in in dating. And so I often say that if you feel really drawn to somebody and they feel right for you, that is the perfect time to kind of look at your designs to be like, how can we best support each other and honor how different we are? You know, because I think we often get tripped up because it's like, why are you not more similar to me? Or why are you so different than like what I think you're supposed to be? And I think that human design really teaches us how to really kind of support people that are really different than us. Yeah. And would you say this also works in the work environment? Oh yeah. Like I would say anything relationship-based. Like I think my first business was really just human design for business because I was like, we don't know how to work together. Yeah. Um, so it's such an amazing tool within teams. It's also such an amazing tool for parenting. As you can imagine, yes. you're like, oh wow, I'm raising a kid who's really different than me. Like how can I really understand how they uniquely are meant to operate and work best? Yeah, I feel that for my mom because all three of us are similar in some ways, but so different. And, you know, God knows how she navigated dealing with all of us because we're so different. You know, I was always the overachiever. And then my sister, I would say, is a manifester. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. she's a manifester. Uh, you know, like not much doing, like it'll come to you, mm-hmm. you know? And then my yeah. my younger brother, you know, he was so different. He was very social So we were all so different. And then my mom is definitely, I would say, a projector, maybe. We'll find out, you know, after we record this. Yeah, I want to know what everyone is. And now, Um, you know, what would you say you are? Did you do your own chart? Yes, I'm a projector. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was a big lesson for me and kind of learning how to build a business in a way that I wasn't overdoing things. And I really kind of allowed in the right support and also really allowed in like rest and space. And like projectors are really here to show the world a new way of success. Like one that is not based on like hustle and burnout and overdoing, but really is around like allowing and support and having days that feel spacious and restful. Because I think one of our biggest shadows and challenges as projectors is doing too much and not knowing when to stop. Absolutely. And I would say I made that change, you know, about three or four years ago, especially, you know, during the pandemic, where I thought less is more and you can get a lot more done, you know, without being busy all the time. Like this whole hustle culture, being busy, I think it's so overrated. Like everyone's trying to prove to each other that they're not available. I really don't understand. Totally. I know there's such a like, people are like really priding themselves on their busyness. And I think a big lesson for us is like, it's great not to be busy. Space is great. Now, what are the weaknesses in each, you know, characteristic? Yeah, I would say that like, I see it less as weaknesses and more as challenges. Okay. You know, I would say as a manifesting generator, a big challenge for you is probably in sticking with things for too long. Like you're actually meant to keep pivoting and reinventing yourself. Another one is like, committing to things just because you think you should and not because you actually are lit up by them. Another one is not having strong boundaries. Yeah. Um, I would say for generators, very similarly, because they're very similar types, like 
not prioritizing your own excitement and overextending. Like you were there here to do what lights you up and trust that's good for everyone. Um, and then I think another challenge for generators is talking themselves out of what their gut knows to be true. They're meant to be very gut driven. Um, I think as projectors, a big one is one being overzealous and overworking and trying to keep up with everyone around us. I think another is trying to offer advice and guidance to people that aren't ready to hear it. Projectors see a lot. It doesn't mean everyone's ready to receive it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Big lesson for us. Um, I think a manifestor challenge sometimes is around people pleasing and really kind of seeking approval from others when they're really here to just like do their own thing and be a little bit disruptive and provocative. Um, Another challenge might be around being overly passive and like waiting for things to come instead of trusting themselves to be the first and to be innovative. And then for reflectors, I would say a challenge is really trying to be consistent. Like their gift is being super fluid and showing up in lots of different ways and not just one. Um, I think another challenge might be around rushing and being urgent about things. Like they're really here to be, take their time and not rush into anything. I love that. And it's so funny you said that, that sometimes your quotation marks advice could come off as, you know, just being judgmental and that's happened to me and not everyone's ready for it. And honestly, not everyone needs to know or hear it. Like you don't need to tell everyone what you're thinking. And I'm learning that. I'm learning that slowly. It's very tough for me. And, you know, not everyone asked for your help. No one asked. (laughs) Totally. You know, and I think that's a big lesson for projectors is like, you see so much and, and you're just really here to like, only share your guidance and perspective with those that are actually ready to hear it because it's that, that gives us energy. Whereas like if we're sharing it with people that aren't ready, like it goes over their head, it doesn't land, we feel depleted. So it's just like a waste. It's like, see the things and just be discerning about who to share it with and when. And now you have my chart. You read my chart and I said, let it be a surprise for me and the listeners together. Yeah, uh, putting myself out there. So if you want to get into my chart while we're here. Yeah. So, you know, we talked a bit about the projector piece, the invitation piece. Um, I would say when it comes to decision-making for you, and this is all beyond your type, um, you're meant to be quite a fast decision maker. Like you're very intuitive and it's like a very quiet whisper of knowing. So I would say for you, like you're not designed to sleep on things like clarity for you comes in the now, as soon as it comes, you're meant to act. If you don't act like you're probably going to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Um, I would say you're very sensitive to other people's feelings about things. So it's important in, in decision-making to like give yourself some space to be alone because you might be around like your fiance or somebody uh, and somebody else. And like, they feel strongly and you might be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And then you might walk away and you're like, oh, that's not actually my instinct. Yeah. So do you, how does that feel to you? Kind of that instinct, fast decision-making? A few things have happened in the past few weeks, you know, because a lot's going on where, you know, we're deciding, should we do this or should we do that? And then I'll go along like with whatever they were thinking the other party or go with the flow, right? And it's like, no, go with the flow means go with your flow. (laughs) Totally, totally. And I'm learning that because it could be something so small as your guts, like, oh, don't go here. Like it's going to be crowded. Something so simple. And then you're like, oh, we'll go. And then the next thing you know, it's crowded and there's nowhere to go. Yeah. It's something so simple. That's something so simple that happened last week. And then we were restaurant hopping for like, not me and my fiance. This was me and a couple of girls just trying to find a place to eat at when I knew like, no, it's going to be crowded there. But I went along with what the other people wanted. Totally. It's silly, it's but like, it's true. 
no, those silly example or no, those small examples are so real. Like it is just like in those moments being like, I have an instinct that I can't explain. And like, my job is to trust it. Um, there are certain gifts we carry in our design. And one of your biggest gifts is around kind of creativity. Yes. Like you're really just here to be like, so creatively expressed, whether it's like how you dress or how you podcast or like what you make, whatever it is. So like, I would just say most important in your work and life is that you feel so creatively and authentically expressed, yes. you know, and that might keep changing. You might be like, this used to feel really wonderful for me. And now I like need to express my energy in a new way. So really kind of like creating space for different creative outlets in your life. Yeah, I love that. But basically, I also want to know, you know, with regards to the law of attraction and working towards what we want in life, how can we use this skill? Yeah, I think that human design helps us know how to create the best opportunities for us, you know? And so some people are meant to just go after whatever they feel an urge to do, like manifestors. Some people are just going to be really magnetic and just see what shows up in their world that lights them up generators or manifesting generators, like projectors are really, and reflectors also in some ways are really here just like pay attention to like where they feel the most recognized and seen. And so when we align with our design, like we tend to like create those inspirations and opportunities for ourselves, but like we're all meant to kind of go at it differently. Yeah. And I think human design offers us such a powerful reminder that like, we're just like not here to be the same. Yeah. I think this is so important for also career trajectory because I spoke to an astrologer Philip Uncle from Indian Matchmaking on Netflix. And he said, when your intention aligns with the universe's attention, that's yeah. when you'll meet success. But then you need to know what you're good at and follow that. And yes. then that all comes together. And I think a lot of people don't know what they're good at or what they want to do in general in life. Yes. Totally. I've been that person. You know, I've been, I was lost for so many years before I discovered my career. But then, yeah. you know, then I just happened to be on TV. Like I, I knew I wasn't meant to work on Excel all day. You know, I'm a finance major. I did that for many years, worked on the business side of fashion. But like you said, I, something just, I just always wanted to be on the creative side. I wanted to be on the design side. And that's kind of what I grew up doing. I was an artist. I drew. When I say artist, I mean like literally drawing you know, mm. I was in a drawing class for so many years up until high school, played piano. And I think my parents also knew that because my parents advised me to go to fashion school and I didn't listen. Mm. I was practical and I thought, let me just get my MBA. And, you know, they say no regrets and everything worked out at the end. But I do wish I went to art school. I think, yes. you know, you really need to follow your passion and what you're good at. Mm -hmm. That's important. I'm not totally. good at math. So why, why did I get a degree in finance? Yeah. Like for you, this is another part of your design. Like you're really here to like pursue the things that you're just like, you're such an investigator. You're such a researcher. So it's like really good to pursue the things where you're like, I just want to go so deep in this. Like yes. I want to learn everything there is to learn. Whereas like art school might've really been that outlet for you. Whereas like finance, you're like, I don't really care. You exactly. Know? And it was so like, like, like yeah. crying through it and just getting it done, you know, but it was mis totally miserable. Totally. Um, and I guess like you found your calling as a human design coach, which is yeah. incredible. And where can people find you? And you said your course is 12 weeks online. I saw that. 
Yes. Yes. And not everyone I think is probably ready to learn how to read a chart, but if you want to get started one, I'm on Instagram, both at Aaron Claire Jones and human design blueprint. Um, if you would like to kind of begin the journey of human design, I'd really recommend getting you your blueprint. And I'm going to send you yours after this call. Yes. And it basically is like a 55 plus page guide, all about your unique design. No two are the same. It's totally unique to you. And it's super practical, super empowering. Um, is there, I'm happy to create a discount code for your audience. Would yeah, you like that? Yeah, that's is, great. Is there a word that you like to use? Cringe. <laughs> cringe. Perfect. The discount code is cringe. That's at humandesignblueprint.com. Um, I also offer private family partnership sessions. That's all at erinclairjones.com. I'm booking for the fall. Um, and I did just launch a 12-week course. If you're like, I'm obsessed. I want to learn how to read a chart. I want to bring this in my career that's the place for you. And you can find that on my Instagram at Aaron Claire Jones. Incredible guys. So you can DM Aaron Claire Jones and give her the word cringe or on, sign up yes. online and use the word cringe only to those who are listening to this episode. I love that. Thank you yes. so much, Aaron. Oh my God. My pleasure. Thank you for yes. having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.